Hey everyone, how you doing? It's Peter here and it's time for the PDG Advertising Podcast episode 51. We're past half a century. How about that? Five decades. Five decades of of the uh, the rosary? No, not the rosary. Of uh, PDG Advertising. Welcome. So, I've had a pretty good day today. There's a lot of uh, clearing out stuff, getting things organised for a new setup next week with more employees and more focus and more structure and and just a little less um, back and forward like there was this week in the PDG advertising office. Um, It's just so much to do and and so much work and so much possibility and, and so much opportunity that, you know, you have to really look and see where the right path is and and what moves to make and what to do and that's something that we're really focusing on um, now and we know that we're preparing for a new level next week with you know new customers and new um, team members it's all really exciting I'm really looking forward to uh, next week and kind of feels like a Friday feels like a Friday day today's Thursday the uh, 20 something of 25th of July and tomorrow's Friday, um, but today I felt like a Friday for some reason. I'm not sure why. We still got a lot, <laughs> still got a lot of stuff to do the rest of the week. Um, so uh, yeah, so much to do. And what we're going to do on the podcast today is we're going to um, go through a couple of things from the day, and we're then going to do some PDG advertising news where we take a look across the technology news that's happened over the course of the week or today or if anything big has come up. I mean, in other news today, just for the time's sake of it, I I don't know if, (laughs) I don't know if today, if we look back, we'll go, oh, well, that's where, that's where this went wrong or that's where everything went right. But Boris Johnson took his um, place as the new prime minister of the UK. And that has big ramifications for Northern Ireland over here, whether or not we leave Europe with a deal or, or not with a deal and it's all very uh, interesting but that's not the kind of news that we're going to be talking about. We'll be talking about the um, internet and new technology and, and news like that. But first of all, let's go through some of the things that we did today in PDG Advertising. So today I was listening to a chap, I'm not sure what his name was, he's one of these uh, I'm going to call him a motivational speaker, but I guess that he is um, like a business person, someone who, you know, likes to connect up um, people on their podcasts. Um, I must find out who the guy was, but he had on Tony Robbins anyway. Um, and I think I've been getting into a little bit more reading recently and reading books and getting audio books and things like that. And Tony Robbins is a really great one, very motivational and get you fired up to do stuff that you didn't think that you would uh, ever do. Um, But there were two books that I'm going to read and I'll let you know how they go on the PDG Advertising Podcast. And the one is The 4-Hour Workweek. I've heard from so many people that that's a good one. I can only imagine that it's about trying to make effective use of your time. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to read it and see how that uh, goes. I'm not sure if I'm going to go audiobook or if I'm going to go, you know, um, traditional book, (laughs) paper book. But we'll we'll see. But either way, I'll be I'll be figuring out that very soon. And then another one that I've heard of is called the Alchemist, and it's a go. I don't I have actually no idea. I know what an alchemist is. I think it's someone who turns um, lead or stone into gold. 
and they know how to do that so they become very rich I must look up what that story is about actually I don't really know it but uh, that's another one that I'll be definitely um, looking at as well and it's um, from that guy, and I must find out what he's called, but he was interviewing Tony Robbins, and they both agreed that both those books were awesome. And I think if those two guys, one who's a very influential influencer in the business world, and one who's Tony Robbins, who, you know, if you don't know him, look him up and listen to some of his stuff on YouTube. It's very, uh, very inspirational. But that, that, those two guys, if they both think those books are good, then I'm sure that the books are awesome. So I'm going to give them a go, and I'll let you know how they get on at the, uh, at some point across the next. 50 episodes of the PDG Advertising Podcast. <laughs> in the, uh, you might hear me get a panting or feeling a little bit like, well, I'm really hot. It's, uh, and, and certainly not in the, in the uh, attractive sense. I mean, in the hot, hot, sweaty sense. Um, our office here is like, a, it's like a heat box. And whenever you're doing the PDG Advertising Podcast, we're trying to get as quiet as possible. And what has happened is, it, you have to close the window because whenever you open the window, this is what happens. Now, I don't know how much of that you heard, but it's quite noisy out there with all the uh, all the cars and in the traffic and you know the noise of a city of Belfast. We're just slightly outside of the city, pretty much in it, but just on the outskirts of the inner city, you could probably call it. And face value is all green and stuff, but I think this is one of the most heaviest arterial routes into Belfast from all over uh, the north of Ireland, from both airports, from the north, the south, the east and the west. And there's four lanes of traffic. Um, I think in some places there's five lanes of traffic. And it just so happens that our office is perched on top of it. Um, it's not really good for pollution either as well. Um, We'll definitely be moving offices at some point soon. We'll have to. We'll just get bigger. I hope we can stay in the East Belfast Enterprise for a while because they've been really good to us. Um, they're a great um, partner to have whenever you're growing your business. Um, but I guess time will come that we have to move out. And my dream would be for us to have our own place, you know, a, a place that is like, look, let's be honest, the dream is like to have a Google campus like style place or a Facebook campus style place where it's you know self-sustained where there's shops in it and where there's um, gyms and health spas and yoga facilities and the food is free and our customers but I guess in order to do that we're really going to need to change our game and, and up our game here at PDG Advertising and it's something that I'm going to be bringing in reasonably quickly a, it's changing our focus. We're going to need to focus on, on some really, really big things soon. And I'm looking forward to it. But as always, I'll keep you guys updated on the uh, PDG Advertising Podcast. But the reason why I was talking about it being really hot is because <laughs> in advertising, you've got to be thinking ahead. You must be thinking ahead. You can't just let things come up on you. And what happens is, whenever you don't think ahead, things like Christmas come up on you. And you're in November and Christmas is around the corner and your customers are asking about um, Christmas campaigns and you don't got none. So what I'll be instigating very soon is some Christmas campaigns to think about or more like look at all of our customers and think about the Christmas campaigns that we're going to do. And the reason is because I learned that um, years ago that in a business 
now it, it differs from business to business. So for example, if you own a skiing shop, your um, sales are usually made somewhere around the summertime, or at least coming up to the winter time, um, so that people have time to prepare for it and all of those things. So it doesn't work for every single business. But a lot of businesses, especially e-commerce businesses, think toy businesses or food businesses or gift businesses and things like that, like it can be as high as 90% of their business being done in a two-week period in uh, December. could be even shorter than that. So what that means is if 90% of your business is done in a tiny, tiny part of the year, the best thing to do actually is the second Christmas is over is to start planning for next Christmas. Now here we are in July, the end of July, coming into August. This is too late to think about Christmas. Your competitors and our competitors have probably already thought about it. And if they don't, they will soon. Now I know that our competitors and other competitors and people aren't as forward as that, but we will get to a point where we're thinking bigger, thinking further ahead and anticipating what's going on. And thinking a year ahead seems crazy and seems hard, but that's what we're going to have to do to compete with some of the big, big players. And that's what our ambition is. So what we'll be doing over the next couple of months is creating some Christmas campaigns. And it's going to be very ironic because it's going to be completely roasting in this office. And that's just how we're going to have to do it. Yeah, so in the office today, we did some pretty cool retargeting adverts. So they're kind of creepy. They actually use the word creepy. I think they call people who are looking at them cre <laughs> creepers. Um, the idea is that we want to show people how retargeting works. And I'm not sure if the adverts are going to be approved or not. Um, but we designed up some pretty cool designs and we've put them out to the world to see how they work out. Um, it's, it's good that we were able to create a little piece of content today and I was really pleased with that. So I'm looking forward to seeing how it performs. I think it's just a tiny, tiny step ahead in the um, overall picture of PDG advertising. It's a good thing for us. Um, I'm not sure if the adverts are totally on brand or not. I'm not even sure if they'll be approved by Facebook. They might not be even Facebook proof. But uh, let's see how they run. Let's see how they roll. And if you see them, <laughs> if you go to the website, um, you will be followed around the internet by these adverts. So if you see them, um, we'd love to know what you think about them, good, bad, or, or indifferent. Um, and that would be a real pleasure for us to hear, hear about from you. Right, so it's now time to do some of the PBG advertising uh, newscast, I guess. Um, I don't know if it's uh, an actual newscast or not, but what we've done for the past few weeks is we've looked at um, the BBC News website. By the way, this is a hot day. I know I've mentioned it a couple of times, but as soon as you go onto the BBC News, it says temperatures soar as UKC's hottest July day. Hot here. It's supposed to be like really hot in London, like thirty degrees, with something like a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. I think it's absolutely, uh, it's absolutely crazy. But the front page of the BBC News website is um, covered with uh, is absolutely covered with um, hot beach um, pictures um, from the UK of people all enjoying the sunshine or just being absolutely roasted. Um, so let's talk about tech. So the big story seems to be that O2 are going to launch their 5G network in the UK in October. That's pretty awesome. So 5G is a big deal. Um, 
adverts and advertising. So for advertisers, it's huge because, you know, 4G allowed us to be more connected on our phones. It allowed people to use Snapchat more readily. It just allowed things to move quicker. 5G will allow things even faster than that. Um, it will allow the Internet of Things to, to start become very um, present. It will um, be utilized across digital displays. It, it, will, it will expand the Internet horizon. I mean, if you think about what the Internet was with WPS or WAP technology, um, on your mobile, how long websites took to load on that and, and all of those different things. Um, now it's like rocket pace, but it will go even faster and we will do um, even even faster, even faster than that. Um, what's really interesting here is I mentioned about Boris Johnson being um, the new UK Prime Minister, but what seems to have happened here is there's a new story and the title is Flurry of Boris Johnson adverts tested on Facebook. This was three hours ago. And apparently there's hundreds of um, subtly different adverts featuring Boris Johnson have been run on Facebook since he's become the new prime minister. And what they're of are um, like Boris's face and then join me on it and we have to get ready to protect the greatest place. And how they're able to do this is if you go to any website or sorry, any Facebook page now, you can look into it and see what adverts that they've been running. Quite cool if you want to kind of look at adverts that your competitors are running as well. Um, but that's what whoever this is in the tech tent in BBC have done. And they've looked at it. Um, and it's all down to Facebook's transparency. Um, you know, Facebook allowing you to see what companies are actually promoting to you. So that's really interesting. So the Conservatives have been pushing... Um, pictures of, of Boris. This is a new norm, you know, pushing in a load of money into Facebook and working to, um, you know, influence what you're doing in the in the real world. And it's quite cool um, that the BBC have picked up on that that's an actual uh, possibility to, to do that. And look, why wouldn't the Conservatives do that? Why wouldn't they, you know, um, push some Facebook adverts? I don't know about the right and wrongs of it. I think education is the right thing. I think educating the public that this is a possibility um, and I think that's actually a post that we're going to um, post on our social networks a little bit later a little bit later on today this is a new um, laptop that I've got so everything's a little bit funny what I do is I put in um, the web address into um, notepad and then later on I'll, I'll post that with a little with a little commentary little commentary about it so yeah, that's happening. So the Conservatives are pushing adverts into Facebook, um, which is weird because I'm st strange one. I'm, I'm kind of a liberal person. I'm kind of a liberal, you know, uh, liberal beliefs. But I really, I mean, I can't help but not be entertained at least by Boris Johnson. I think it's very interesting. Um, I think his rise is very interesting. I've heard that he's had some terrible like, personal issues, but I don't think it's any of my business. Um, what I'm really interested in is would he be a good leader for the country and maybe he would. I saw in his um, speech today in Parliament that it looked pretty strong and you know good direction and I don't think that any of the recent governments have had have had that really. So um, that that's something. And why wouldn't the Conservatives be doing that? It's time for Labour then to start doing some adverts as well. What are Labour doing on the on the other side? I tell you what, what might be interesting actually is if we just take a look. <laughs> live here and see if we can see any adverts that labor or did so i'm going to type into the facebook search bar 
Labour, and I'll bet it has, yeah, there you go. So the Labour Party, one million people like this page. Picture Jeremy Corbyn, Rebuilding Britain, really slick um, Facebook page. Like this to me is how you do a Facebook page, right? But let's have a quick look and see what exactly um, this page is posting out there. So if you go down the right-hand side of the page, you see a little part called Page Transparency. It must mention that I'm on a desktop whenever this is doing and says this page is currently running ads all right so let's see what this is like um let's see what kind of adverts that the labor party is uh, running whoa total spent by page on ads related to social issues elections or politics from october 2018 to the 24th of july 2019 that's about what six seven months yeah no it's about nine months um 172,000 pounds Wow, recently spent, last seven days they spent two grand on Facebook adverts. That's what you have to spend as the opposition party in the, uh, in the UK. <gasps> oh my goodness. So what we've got in here is, <laughs> so Boris Johnson on one side, let's, let's be frank about this, okay? So Boris Johnson on one side is saying that, you know, uh, join me on this journey and, and let's do this and it. I'm not. I'm honestly not a Tory supporter. I'd be definitely much more more Labour, but there's something not quite right there about that, because on the Labour Party, it's just a swath of you can't trust Boris Johnson, and posts, and that's all they're doing, um, and rally for a general election. That's more like it, but you can't trust Boris Johnson. I'd be really surprised if those go. And it's got a real picture of him bumbling on it. I don't think that's going high. I think that's attacking a, a low, a low base. I'm not sure if that's such a such a good idea. If I was doing that, I wouldn't do it that way. But then again, I'm not doing it. Let's have a look at what other um, adverts that the Conservative Party are doing. On Let's see if this comes up. So the Conservatives. Wow, Facebook is so good. So you can actually look at the people who like Conservatives. That's incredible. Page transparency, see more. Um, page history, people who manage this page summary. And let's see the ad library. Takes a couple of seconds to load up. This new laptop's super, super fast. I love it. Wow. Again, it's very positive. Like it's it's very slick. There's no negative in there. Um, there's absolutely no negative in there. It's all focused and it's about priorities and it's it's really strongly, strongly done. There's nothing about Jeremy Corbyn in there, there's nothing about Labour, and then you've got Labour over here doing you can't trust Boris Johnson. Is is that the best? offense here is that appealing to a higher power i think oh my goodness if you if you put the two of them together in terms of facebook adverts in terms of advertising the conservatives are destroying labor on that i would say if that was a if that was a game that we're going to if that was a game that we're going to play but anyway let's move on from um the bbc uh article about boris johnson what else is going going on um, okay, this sounds pretty cool. Twitter retweet inventor says idea is a loaded weapon. Wow. So the person who created the retweet, I guess, was a pretty cool concept. So whenever you you know, tweet something, someone else can tweet it and go to all their followers. That's awesome. Um, and he says that it's like handing a four-year-old a loaded weapon. Probably is, you know. You know, someone who doesn't know if they're going to retweet something. Like today. This happened to me today on Twitter whenever I was um, sitting... Uh, I don't know, I was flicking through Twitter, just looking at what was going on, and uh, 
like you can't help I don't think you can help but have Donald Trump in your news feed he has so many followers tweet so much and so many people retweet him and comment on his on his posts but I actually nearly accidentally retweeted uh, Donald Trump post it wasn't even one of the worst ones it said something like no collusion no nothing whatever he's trying to get away with but um, I don't want to retweet it so yeah in this case I was the four-year-old and the loaded weapon is Donald Trump or the, the retweet tool and me retweeting Donald Trump's tweet and everybody thinking that I'm a Donald Trump supporter which I'm absolutely absolutely um absolutely not um but there is a lot about um Twitter being a little bit of a toxic environment um but also it being a cool environment because it's quite a natural non um contaminated environment as well so that that's something that's really um that's something that's really uh, interesting there for sure. What else is going on in the world of of, of tech? I suppose actually handing someone the internet, handing anybody the internet, is actually like giving someone a loaded weapon as well, giving a four-year-old a loaded weapon. Might be why you see such craziness in the internet because people don't know how to how to use it. I mean, I don't think I know how to use it, but I know I don't know how to use it. Other people use it and they don't um, really know at all. Okay, so there's a couple more um story says so the technology giant's power is to be probed in the u.s i think that's a good thing i think that you know well i don't know about the government so if the government of the day doesn't like a facebook or doesn't like google or doesn't like um amazon or something like that do they then have the power to um to, to do something but i suppose they are the people that are most um entitled to do something about it because they're elected um and i mean facebook is just such a big thing i was thinking about this the other day it's so so big it's like a massive country only the biggest country ever nearly like a new planet but it only has a few facets it only has you know its um meeting places it only has its phone lines its communication network it doesn't have like um an army it doesn't have police really it doesn't have um any land it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't have a monetary system although with this libra currency thing maybe that's what they're going towards that's a possibility but it really is like a like a country and it may be too too big um and it may need to be broken up but i don't know how you do that it's probably just the first time that we've all as, as a race not a race species been able to communicate and connect with each other so i suppose this is the um government's trying to mitigate the risks to that and the, the risks are clear um that someone hacks into it and then influences you know world and, and global um global politics or, or anything really and um, that that a bad guy gets it um, and it's not just used for good things i just can't help but think that the good things over outweigh the bad things about the uh internet and i, I really don't think that the government should um call into question i think it should be more we should find a better way a more democratic way of of running um the uh of the the big giant um technology platforms because the thing is the technology platforms aren't the owners of it they are the people within it if the market shifts and the market moves then they die so they don't stay big forever no company stays big forever so um we have to remember apple wasn't about 40 years ago it also wasn't about um facebook definitely wasn't about 40 years ago the big big companies like bps and nobody's talking about you know probing the power of those guys um, they're only talking because it's technology, because it's fast, and it connects everybody across the world in lightning speed. And to me, that's cool. Um, so I, I think we need to rise up and think a little bit higher about what we're doing there. I mean, I don't want to go on about this, but the in the Senate or the House of 
representatives, I'm not sure what it is in the US, seeing Mark Zuckerberg um, being asked what adverts are by some of the people that were meant to be scrutinizing them um, was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It just shows that disconnect between government and the technology giant. So do I think they should be curbed? Probably not. I don't think so. I don't think we're there yet. All right, so one more. Um, Thailand, Facebook, here's another thing. So Facebook used AI to map Thailand's roads. I think that's pretty incredible. So apparently it took half the time that it would normally. So Thailand's roads, I've been on them when I was in Thailand and they are some sketchy roads. <laughs> it's part of their beauty because you know you go down a place and you're not sure where you're going and you end up in a little pub or something like that, but it's really amazing. But I suppose for safety and you know just knowing where you are, it'd be better that they were mapped out. Um, so apparently Facebook has used that used that to uh, to map out Thailand's road by using probably some sort of a you know uh, um, overhead um, scanning system, and then the AI looks at the terrain and looks at the roads and says, "Well, this is a road, this is a road, and this isn't a road." Maps it out, and then it it works it out like like that. I'd love to know more about how AI works. I don't really understand it totally. I understand like I would make the case, and I have done before that. Um, an automatic door is artificial intelligence, so it's something that you walk up to, it knows to open, you open it. And my friend said, no, artificial intelligence would be saying, oh, I don't like you, I'm going to close on your face. Um, but actually, uh, I don't really know. So I'd love to learn more about that. I'm not 100% sure what the, what the base level of artificial intelligence is, but it's something that I'll definitely um, be looking into um, at some point in the future. And one more thing on the BBC News. Um, Facebook, it's all about Facebook actually, this shows the dominance of Facebook on the internet, um, that the, the main page in the BBC News tech section is all, all Facebook. Um, but apparently Nick Clegg has said that the privacy scandal from Facebook has been rocked to its very core. I find it amazing that Nick Clegg, like, he doesn't strike me as the most dynamic, charismatic human being in the world. It's very judgmental, but I'm going to say something very complimentary. He must be awesome because he was a deputy prime minister of the UK. He's a leader of his party, um, the Liberal Democrat Party. And now he's, what is he, Facebook's head of global affairs. What, an, what a jump. What an absolute leap. I wonder what he does that's, that's different. Maybe I should read a book by him as well, because that's pretty, pretty awesome. So well done to, uh, well done to Nick Clegg. And then just to round us off, the last thing I promise is um, some guy has tried to use like a hoverboard flyboard thing, um, just a one-man flying suit basically, to cover um, across the English Channel on what is called a jet-powered flyboard, and he has failed in his uh, attempt. And let's just take a look at what he uh, what he looks like. So he's on this um, plinth thing, and he's just about to take off. Oh, he took off! That is amazing. That is like, ah, that's like, that's basically the future there. That is just unbelievable. So he's, he's sped off into the distance. No harnesses, no parachute. Well, maybe he doesn't have a parachute. No, I don't have a, one of a parachute. I suppose he's not far enough in the air for a parachute, but he's flying across the, um, the English Channel. Very hot day. And it looks like he's still going, still going. Looks like he's disappearing across the sky. And it's all very amazing. Looks like he's going towards the water. And the video stops there. So <laughs> apparently Frankie Zapata, former jet ski champion. He had been hoping to cross from northern France to southern England in just 20 minutes. Not today, Frankie. Maybe tomorrow. But uh, not today. I hope he didn't get uh, dunked in the, in the water in the end. 
So everyone, that was the PDG Advertising Podcast and let me know what you think about the news section. It's really enjoyable looking and seeing what's going on across the news and Facebook and, well, it's supposed to be across technology and news and technology, but it ends up being just about Facebook. Um, but if you like it or you want us to talk about any other topics across the um, advertising or technology spectrum, we will and we'll be back tomorrow with episode 52 of the PDG Advertising Podcast.